The views expressed by speakers are their own and may not necessarily represent the views of the IMS. Hello, I'm Dr. Marla Shapiro, and I sit on the Board of Trustees for the International Menopause Society. If you're a working woman going through perimenopause or the menopausal transition or in established menopause with symptoms, this can often interfere in the workplace, but unfortunately, it's often ignored. And today joining me to talk about this very important topic of menopause and the workplace is Catherine Riach from the University of Glasgow. Dr. Riach, can you please introduce yourself to our audience? Yes, absolutely. I'm Kathleen Reid. I'm Professor of Organisation Studies in Adam Smith Business School at the University of Glasgow in UK. And I've been researching ageing and gender in the workplace for around 20 years. So let's talk about ageing, ageism, menopause, and how all of them together may really negatively impact on women in the workplace. Absolutely. Well, I think, you know, when menopause happens, it happens uh, usually at a very busy time of life for women. You know, they're not just going through menopause. They usually have demanding jobs. They may have demanding childcare responsibilities or sandwich care responsibilities in terms of elder, elder care as well. So when menopause comes along, it really kind of um, is a challenge, not just in terms of their bodies, but also in terms of uh, society and culture. And um, at the same time, they really face this paradox. On the one hand, we know that at that time of life, women can often experience, um, you know, increased confidence in who they are. Um, but at the same time, we know that society, in terms of cultures, we have uh, what's called gendered ageism, where women experience the combined effects of uh, gender discrimination and gender bias against other women and, and ageism that is still highly prevalent in organisations. So what are the biggest challenges that women who are in this transition in menopause around this time of life as employees face in the workplace? Um, so I think um, women in the workplace, depending on their symptoms and depending on their workplaces, will face a variety of challenges. So we know, for example, for uh, women who work in professional white collar jobs, uh, vasomotor symptoms are going to be challenging in terms of hot flushes and also increased anxiety. We know in other jobs it may be joint aches, particularly if they're kind of uh, doing, you know, manual work or physical labour, such as health and, and health uh, healthcare. Um, but we also know there's a huge challenge surrounding st stigma and shame. So we know that over um, half the women that we speak to in studies usually have had a kind of experience that leaves them feeling embarrassed um, in the workplace as a result of their menopause. And that may be a kind of inconsiderate joke, or it may be just feeling unwanted or inhospitable environments that really don't accommodate what are relatively uh, minor adjustments they want to make to try and help them work through through their menopause. And it's, it's, it's really quite terrible because if you feel that you're stigmatized, you're very unlikely to talk about what you're going through. So the question is, is then what can employers do? How do we increase awareness in employers? What are the kinds of accommodations that should be discussed and offered? Well, the vast majority of uh, menopausal symptoms or women experiencing menopausal symptoms, they can be offset either through the individual working through them. And we know that millions of women do this, this every day by themselves. But employers can really help support women by relatively minor offsetting at micro accommodations. So, for example, it may be thinking about um, temperature controlled offices. How do you make sure that they have some control 
over, uh, over temperature. And it may be through introducing education and awareness programs to show that menopause is actually a natural stage of life that um, all women go through. And it's not something that makes you deficient in any way. But it may be also kind of practical signals that they, they attend to. You know, for example, making sure that people can access uh, drinking water, access bathroom facilities, or access, you know, um, ways to talk through uh, proactively how they can deal with this menopausal experience uh, in their working terms and conditions. So if you're a woman who's going through menopause and you're having these experiences and you feel it's impacting on you in the workplace, um, what can they do to help empower themselves and get support from the workplace? How do we galvanize employers that this is something that they need to be aware of? Um, well, I think there's there's a number of, of, of aspects to that. I think if you you know if you're a woman going through menopause in the workplace or an employee going through menopause in the workplace, I think the first thing to recognise is you are not alone in that experience. So even though this is something that is rarely discussed in workplaces, you are not alone, and there are a variety of sources of support that you can go to. So for example, there's the menopause cafe model, which is now a worldwide phenomenon where you can go and talk to women about their own experiences, and this is a really good power power base to see how other women negotiate their way through work. And secondly, I think it's really about being aware of, being very clear about how you think work is impacting menopause or how the menopause is impacting your work. Um, you know, so keep a diary or a document so that you know how this is happening. So you have evidence at the time if you begin to discuss this with your, with your employer. I think the third thing that we, we advise women to do is prepare for that conversation that you're going to have. Okay, so what do you want your employer to do? make sure it's solution orientated, that you're coming to them and making suggestions as to what you should do. And, and you might want to also kind of prepare the conversation by perhaps, you know, sending information to the person you're talking to, you know, so the ISMS has menopausal leaflets, you know, menopausal FAQs. Don't assume that there is a level of understanding or education or knowledge about menopause with the person you're talking to. So make sure that you kind of warm them up to that conversation. So you're going in there feeling prepared also they feel prepared and comfortable as well and then I guess the final thing that women can really do is think about who you need around you to help you enact that change your line manager is incredibly important but it may also be that your workplace has um, individuals such as a women's champion it may have diversity or inclusion groups there may be other people who can be a kind of supporter or champion that helps think about how you can make the uh, workplace a great place for you to work but also for all women who are going through menopause to work. And what we've really seen is a number of, uh, a number of places that one woman makes the change and what, that, what happens is there's a groundswell of support and that makes you know, wide, wide change across the organisation for a number of women. And, and it starts from that one person having that conversation. I think this is so important because there's support for postpartum. There's an understanding of what happens postpartum in terms of time up um, and time off. But when it comes to women in this phase of life, you're right that the combination of gender, ageism, and complete misunderstanding about what this is about, often women will become the source of you know, a joke that really is not funny for women at all, that really highlights how misunderstood this is, and that this is not something frivolous, that this isn't something important. And there's no substitute for a woman who's worked for years and has so much experience that she brings to the workplace. Absolutely. I mean, what we what we know, we've, we've spoken to, you know, thousands of women. And what we know is these women are equipped and ready for this. I mean, you know, they've often dealt with kind of sexism in various forms throughout their life. So they're coming to the workplace resilient and they're not going anywhere and nor should they. 
and they're ready to work. They're ready to have meaningful employment for, you know, 10, 15 years of their life. And what organisations have to do in order to use and utilise this talent pool is make very minor accommodations and start having those conversations and finding those solutions rather than viewing it as a problem. Well, thank you so much. I feel empowered. And I think that women who are listening to this should recognize that they are empowered in the workplace. And it really comes from a source of education, information, and moving this agenda forward. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you.